welcome back to another episode of the Inspiration Space, where I get to catch up with a very, very close friend of mine, George Bettany, the co-founder of Sanctus. Great story me and George have. We we met um, when I first did a podcast with him back in October of 2017, just before I ran the Wadi Rum Ultra. Um, and we've become dear, dear friends ever since. Um, he works, obviously, in the mental health scene in a huge capacity and, and is absolutely killing it. And that's a topic that's very, very dear to my heart. And yeah, we, we, we've built a fantastic relationship off the back of it. And, and anytime we kind of get together, we really get stuck into uh, a few important topics that are important to both of us. So yeah, this is a great listen. We really reflect on, you know, what we learned about each other, about ourselves in 2018 and, and how we want to get the most out of 2019 and where we see our sectors going in terms of the, the mental health scene and, and, and where fit, the fitness sector is going. So yeah, it's, it, this is a quality episode guys. Um, really get stuck in, take what you can from it. Uh, follow Sanctus obviously on Instagram because they're, they're a fantastic company and they're doing amazing things. Uh, if you would like to give this episode a rating and review, obviously a nice one, uh, please do. Uh, it just increases the notoriety of this podcast, which is really on the up. And I, I'm, I want to increase the amount of quality guests I can, I can carry on getting on this show. Uh, I've been very fortunate so far, but I, obviously I want to keep that going. Okay, guys, take what you can from it and enjoy. I want to talk today about just a sort of a bit of a reflection on 2018, touch on a little bit of 2019. And I also want to talk a little bit about our different kind of sectors that we're working in, in terms of even though the mind and body is very connected, like your Matt, you guys are just killing it in the mental health space. Obviously, F forty five is very prominent in fitness right now. So I thought I'd just pick your brains and where where you see the sector right now that you're working in, and kind of like what you're foreseeing is going to take place over the next twelve months. I think it's interesting because obviously, mental health is a lot of people listening to my podcast that find that side of things fascinating. So yeah, I mean, good place to start is, you know, 2018. Um, what is the kind of biggest lesson you learned about yourself, about your business? Just generally, what's the biggest lesson you learned probably during that period? Anything really stand out? Anything, anything really? Because you're always learning. Like you're very, very emotionally intelligent and you always pick up on loads of bits and bobs. Let me think. I think the biggest challenge slash learning mm. is that Sanctus is built, the team at Sanctus is kind of split. So we've got some of the best trained coaches and therapists mm. in the country on the team. Then you've got someone like me who's got zero background in that, who's just very entrepreneurial, mm. has been used to business and running things in a certain way. And if you think of this complete clash of so typical entrepreneurs mindset is do, 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 don't stop, don't stop. Growth, growth, move forward. Whereas a therapist or a coach like Ben, for example, who's on the team, his kind of natural place is to sit in something. Let's just sit with it. Let's just, no, let's not move anywhere. Let's sit with this. Evaluate. Right now and just let and just feel it and be. And that kind of, conflict at first I found really challenging mm. I felt really hard because I felt like no like, that's slow that's mm. we're not moving forward that's going to move my phone because it's picking up yeah 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 I felt like that was that wasn't good for business I didn't think it was good for I felt like it was slowing us down and I think the more I did it 
and the more they forced me to kind of sit with things and sit in the uncomfort and be and slow down, the more I realized, fuck, like, yeah. the more I do that personally, the more I learn about myself. Yeah. Like me and you, like I, I was listening to your last episode on your podcast, talking about um, exhaustion, depression, yeah. You've mate, you've been so open about your experience. I was like, I need more. I loved it, mate. Mm. You just keep talking about that stuff because I'm mm. like, mm. you you describe it so well. But yeah, like me and you are go like we're, go. That's we go. We don't so true. slow down. We don't stop. Yeah, it's and action. You're you constantly thinking action, 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 action. Whereas like Ben's like, just be, just mm. sit with it. Like if you're uncomfortable, just mm. be. And do you know what? Like I didn't see that as growth, but actually, the depth. I've grown in a different way in 2018. Mm. I've grown. Mm in depth which I now feel more grounded than ever before I feel like I know myself better than before and it's been good for like life business everything interesting give yeah. me a bit better perspective on things almost just like I just felt like I was yeah just constantly running do you find yourself as frustrated it seemed like you were almost getting frustrated at points last year and you're not feeling that as much no because I think I've realised mm. the, the, the that little bit of tension where someone on the team will make me go. So mm. if I'm uncomfortable with something, at first I'd be really defensive almost against it. Be like, no, that's not how we, that's just not gonna work. Instead, I've realized the, the growth in the pro is in the process. Mm. So that little tension where I feel uncomfortable is actually, like, why am I feeling that tension? Where does that come from, George? What is the fear that I've got of us going slow? And then actually- Pinpointing it. Understanding that, sitting with that, letting that kind of just develop is actually the growth, like that's where mm. I've really grown. Interesting. Um, and it's really hard, like as you know, like it's really hard to be able to describe that to somebody, to kind of growth is such a vague term, isn't it? Like yeah. people are like 2018 for you, how, how do you feel? And I'm like growth, yeah. I just feel like I've grown like, yeah. in here. I can't make, I can't articulate that. To yeah, you. no, I completely understand. And I'm I sure you're the same. Yeah, I completely, completely like things you just don't think you're gonna develop in or perceive. Like, how do you define self-awareness? Mm. Like, genuinely, like, how can I say to you, mate, I'm just more self-aware, and for that reason, I feel fucking great. Mm. Mm. I can't. I know, I can, yeah. mate, I completely understand. <laughs> yeah. And what I love about Sanctus, for, actually, probably a good point, just quickly touch on, I mean, obviously, guys, you've got to go back and listen to Mon and George's first ever episode, but maybe just touch on a little bit about what Sanctus is, mm. briefly, and then, guys, go back and listen to it, because it's epic. <laughs> um, but, yeah, just touch on it, so they give them a bit of context and what's going on here, and the, the, the movement that you're putting together. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to try and articulate it as, no, as well as I did in that first episode. <laughs> but you're right, listen to the first episode because I don't think I'll ever be able to do it as well as I did in that one. We are, Sanctus, basically, we're on a mission to change the perception of mental health, try to completely re... Yeah, I suppose, change the way people approach it, think about it, try and inspire people, enable people to think about it, work on it, just like you do your physical health. Mm. So treat it you know talk about it as a broad spectrum that you know it's, it's something that everybody has everybody has mental health so how can everybody work on it how can everybody talk about it how can we make it inclusive to everybody so i thought that was pretty fucking good yeah i'll go with that <laughs> <laughs> so we, yeah we're on this mission our big kind of vision which is what we talked about in the last episode was mm. we've got a vision to put a mental health gym on the high street um which is more of kind of I suppose an analogy of like that's the day the perception has changed and people can proudly walk in off the high street and work on their mental health mm. like and just be like so what you know I'm work, working on, mental, on myself 
But actually what we've done over the last couple of years is we've ended up work doing that in the workplace. So we've kind of brought the gym to the workplace. So we have a team of professional Sanctus coaches who are all qualified accredited coaches. Some have a background as, ther as a therapist or a counselor, some pure coach to create kind of this one-to-one, -one, people have called it like a personal trainer for your mm. mental health and fitness Brilliant. at work. So we're kind of just like two, three years into like this bigger vision that we've got of being like the Nike or the Adidas of mental health. That's where we, I would love us to be. But right now we're kind of starting, yeah, we're just growing and building and focusing on the team right now and the workplace. It's a huge Mate, place it's to start. It's unreal. And, and for, for everyone listening, when I was starting to put together the podcast, I was looking for people to interview. And as I was struggling at the time with my mental health, I plugged I plugged mental health into LinkedIn and you guys, as I speak on the episode we uh, our last episode, you came up as the first person. I had you down on my list mm. for about six months of people's contact. And then contacted you had the thing and then we built this friendship ever since. So it's so, good. For, so I mean looking at it from that point, you know, it's I'm so happy to that this podcast my podcast has come to light and I've created these friendships. Don't you think it's mad how it's you crazy. It's just like you reached out and we're our mates. Yeah. And since that you've set up a gym, I mm. want to set up a version yeah. of a gym. It's, it's insane. It's mad, yeah. It's insane. So cool. So well then let's talk about I mean let's let's one one thing I I I'm encouraging people to do on this podcast is talk about the and talk about their little victories, their small wins. I mean, I think in society I think it's very common for people not to actually celebrate their small victories, you know, the, the things that they're most pleased with, with most happy about. Um and let's just talk about it. I mean 2018 what the, what is the thing that you're happiest about achieving? Must be hard. Another hard. I'm putting you on the spot here, bro. I would say it's me exploring my own mental health. Really? Awesome. Uh, mate, I would have been, I'm running Sanctus and running the running this company. I would be the last person mm. to uh, talk about the fact that um, I've got a coach or a therapist. I'd be the last person to go. I genuinely would. So the fact that this year, it's easy to say, like, mm. I, I, you know, the perception of mental health should change and that I'm passionate about that, because I am. Mm. But then for me to actually do that and practice what I preach and sit in that and work on myself, as you know, it's hard. It's mm. really hard to like, when you're working with a coach or a therapist, to go to places you've never been before. You have to, it's not about going external, external success, internal. I've gone inward and deep. Mm. to depths I've never been mate that's awesome and Stra strange feeling at first it's horrible but once you break through it's hard yeah, it's yeah. like the f it's like I haven't been to the gym in ever mm. and it's like right deadlift this or bench <laughs> this I'm yeah. like or run a marathon yeah. go on mate have a have a good go at running yeah, yeah. 26 miles and when you've never done a run before that's what it feels like at first but then it's the same when you go to the gym you, you'd start kind of a bit quite light and then you build yourself up build and, the foundation and you, you get stronger and you get more used to the feeling of working out mm. it's exactly how, how it's felt with me like mm. I've started quite s surface mm. kind of saying I'm talking about it but then I've actually talked about it and actually worked on it and I've gone further and further and I just mate it's a huge win for me mm. like mm. Um, everyone that knows me basically everyone that says everyone that knows me knows that that's a big thing for me so mm. Um, that's a big yeah one. I'm, pr I'm kind of weirdly proud of myself and that's why when I was hearing you talk mate as well it's like I'm proud of you as well I, just, I don't know it's, like it's important to try and get it out there 
you know, get, try and encourage. That's why I love the podcast. It's encouraging people to think about things a different way. It's encouraging them to talk about themselves. You know, I've I've had so many members at the gym come out now and speak to me about this kind of thing. So they probably wouldn't have been willing to before. Mm. Um, so in that that way, I mean, this podcast and, and all these other podcasts that are addressing this issue, I think it's I think it's such a powerful platform mm. to be able to do that. Um, yeah, and I think when you talk about you know the kind of foundation of the podcast is inspiration to inspire to mm. inspire people to to do and be their best selves and you know you're, you're passionate about health and fitness you can't talk about th those things without talking about mental health and, and you're and you're so closely linked it's just you it's the same thing it's just you yeah yeah something that i me and you like kind of sh you're the only other person that i know and i think it's something that we kind of um we don't go and speak to each other about it specifically, but you're the only person that understands the what of owning a business with your best mate. And I always find it funny because whenever we kind of touch base on this in the past, um, we obviously both love the, our best mate, the people we work for. So it's for you, it's JMO for me, it's Smithy. Um, but it, it's a fascinating topic. Um, it's, it's a fascinating thing, opening a business with your best mate. Because a lot of people say, you know, I'll never open a business with your family or your, your, or your best mate. I don't believe that. I think actually it's, it's, it's not true. I mean, you, you need to have trust for, you know, whoever you go into business with. And if that person be your best mate, then fine. Um, mm. But I think it's a funny, it's, I think it's a, it's a funny, it's a, I think only a certain kind of person could do that. Um, and your experience with JMO is, has been, you know, it's been a journey, hasn't it? But you guys have got to a really good place now that now you're working alongside each other nicely. Mm. Yeah, it's just as you know, it's it's so unique. To mm. at one point we lived and worked together. Jesus, wow! I did not know that. Yeah, and it was just too it, much. It was so intense. Like, yeah, mate, we weren't good then. We were we were kind of going through the motions, but really it was toxic. It it wasn't good. So we've kind it of was Sanctus. No, this was with the last so company. Fun. Yeah, mm, 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 mm. like we lived in Shoreditch, worked in Shoreditch. Yeah, and we're best mates as well. So you mm. spend all your time. Like, I would love to spend. This is the challenge. I would love to spend my time outside of work with JMO, mm. but it's hard to because I spend every living hour with him in the day. So it's kind of a. You sacrifice a lot to do what we do together. It's weird. Like, you kind of sacrifice part of your friendship for something that is maybe more, but it's different. It's a different relationship. It's like a marriage, as you know. It's yeah. Like you're in. And that's it. If there's only one way out, and it's a div proper divorce, like never see each other again. Like mm -hmm. he, we're in together for life now, or n nothing. So it's mate, it's so unique. It's a fascinating. It's oh god, yeah. I could we could talk about this for ages. I don't think anyone's ever really asked me about it. Um, but it is, it is a fascinating topic and how you deal with it and still maintain a form of relationship. And it's I, I have mo like me and Smithy. To be honest, we've had very few arguments. Actually, we've been fantastic throughout. I mean, we get on very, very well. We we complement each other very nicely. But it's it's I think it's for me and him. It's making the conscious effort to actually snap out of business for a minute and be like, oh fuck it, I tell you who's well fit, or you know, like something ridiculous like, oh mate, I had the best fucking burger last night. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But it's it's actually yeah. made, having that yeah. the ability to switch out of it for a minute. 
And I th maybe it's the maybe it's the context of what we do is that it's a very informal kind of business model. <laughs> We're not dealing with top end high end clients where we've got to you know be in a suit or whatever. We're kind of me messing around in the gym and fucking about. It mm. makes us a bit easier to do that. But it's it's mm. yeah it, it's mm. it's been a very you, fascinating time. But you before you, yeah. before you started working together, you didn't know. Did you know that you'd complement each of the world? Like mm. you don't. You kind of have a good idea. Yeah, but that's a good idea. I said that's what I would but say. But until you get stuck in and, and yeah. things are at, you learn on the go, and mm. then it's about. I think the the key is what we've learned is being able to listen to each other and and talk and mm. the communication and being honest with each other is so important because it. It's like a good relationship. Like. And I've taken that advice from you, actually. Yeah. Honestly, like, I thought about whenever we've spoken about it in the past and you mentioned you guys really make the effort to communicate. That's what me and Smith weren't doing too well when we had a tricky period. Mm. We weren't communicating at all. And now, I always remember flicking back to when you said you guys catch up at least once a week or, mm. or whatever it is, I can't remember. We now have, have we now make the conscious effort to sit down twice a week oh. just to talk, just talk about, just to, just to talk. Because like even if there's nothing specifically, at least you're making the effort to communicate, and it's yeah. and I, it sounds may sound ridiculous, but I think I've made more effort to um, adapt in this relationship than I, ever, <laughs> I actually ever did in yeah. any of my with any of my former girlfriends. Well, it's like you know, with, yeah, <laughs> you know, ridiculous. but you know, with you know, people call it date night with a girlfriend. Yeah. It's like basically that the 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 theory of a date night or the analogy is. Basically, you're going to work on your relationship. Yeah. Like we're going to make an effort. We're going to every week. We're going to make have a romantic night with with a co-founder relationship. You have to work on your relationship. You can't just expect two people until, until you've worked together for maybe 10, 20 years mm. and it's smooth. For the first ten, you've got to graft at yeah. it like you would any other relationship. So, like me and Jamie, we've got to the point now. We've got a relationship coach. Like I don't know how many other co-founders sit have this, but Jamo was like, "Mate, I, I think we should do this." And at the time, this is classic me. I was like, "Mate." We're just, we're fine. You know, we're good mates. We work well together. We don't need that. Like, there's nothing wrong with us. I remember when I told my mum, she was like, oh, what's wrong with you and Jamo? <laughs> and, and then, but it, yeah, it's the same as, you know, if you're seeing a coach or therapist, what's, oh, yeah. is it, weird reaction. What's wrong it. with you, mate? Yeah, yeah. And instead it's like, no mum, actually, we want to work on our relationship so that when times do get tough, we know each other, we know our relationship really well, we know each other inside out so that we can, we're more resilient to the tough times. Mm. And mate, we've said things in those coaching sessions because it's facilitated by a, third, by a great yep. coach yeah. that we would never say at any other Anywhere. point. Yeah. That's and fascinating. Just, and I'm just, sure it benefits the business. Oh, mate, it's the, probably the best investment a, any business could make. That's like the, the founders or the leaders having a really strong foundational relationship. Without that, the business will, I mean, it's not a great foundation if the, founders don't get on absolutely i mean it's funny because I, I i'm a lot i'm much more sort of emotional and out there and you know i wouldn't say needy that's the wrong thing but i'm a lot more emotional character and smithy is a lot more reserved and mm. i mean is, is that a similar situation with you guys i mean i think with the i would probably be smithy with that so i can imagine maybe you saying smithy should we do a mm. coaching session two of us mm. i'd be smithy i'd be like mate that's what i was like i was like mate now nah. I'm not doing that. It's interesting. That's not me. Like, what are we going to talk about? It's, it's a bit fluffy, that. <laughs> but when you, when you got down to it, and actually, maybe the first few sessions, I was reserved. I wasn't myself. Mm. I, I kind of kept kept up my guard. Like, mm. you know, I'm not going. But over time, it's just the same thing I was talking about. You get used to it. You you start to appreciate the value of it. Sure. You, st you start to understand 
th- th- this isn't fluffy. This is like us grafting to yeah. work on our relationship, which impacts everybody else, which impacts Sanctus, every, you know, so. And also, always remember you saying to me, it's like, and it is kind of imagined ways, is that if you guys aren't getting on, the rest, it's like mum and dad fighting. And when you are getting on, it's like a, it's like a, it's, it's a party. You know, everything moves smoothly. And I have noticed that. I have noticed that that when me and Smith, we've only had one, I think, couple of week period where we weren't kind of seeing, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't in the right place, and I felt that team around, it was all a bit dismantled. Of course, and it's funny that it's just funny. I've had it growing up, like my parents. Right, it's just the en- there's just an energy, and That's you, so fascinating. You can't avoid it. It's mm. it's there. It's like a an energy that and, until my parents sit down and hash it out and talk mm. about it. It's there and it affects everyone. And your responsibility as the founder in the business is like, I've got family now, I've got 10 staff, 30 coaches. It's like, I'm responsible to those people and it's my responsibility to ensure that like, I do my best for them. That's how I see it, so. Fascinating. Yeah. All right, okay, so we touched on biggest victory. Mm -hmm. Talk to me about, oh crikey. Talk to me about your biggest and this is some, maybe maybe hard to, for some people to talk about. Biggest failure of 2018. Thing that you were, uh, I mean, it depends how you look at failure. I mean, a lot of people look at failure as like, right, that was didn't go to fucking plan, but I've learned a shitload from it. So maybe you could sort of take it back to like the biggest lesson in a way. But yeah, for you, does anything stand out as the biggest failure? <laughs> Obviously not. No, no, there is. Some, <laughs> can you edit this so there's not a long pause? <laughs> I, I think I'm finding it hard because I think there's... I feel like there's a lot. I feel like... That's a very honest and good good, 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 yeah. good thing for, for people to hear. Because I feel like... A person that, who is succeeding in such a long way, to, to, to hear that they have had many failures is, is lovely for people to hear because I think it's that... I always refer back to it. It's that growth mindset and that fixed mindset and people that with a fixed mindset really struggle to deal with failure. It's literally making me like a bit emotional. It's weird. Mm. Like it's making me reflect properly. Oh, that's why I'm taking my time over my answer. I'm reflecting properly. I think like when you like because I've been doing this mm. coaching and therapy stuff, you start to you basically go inward. Mm. So you you really you like working on yourself, which means you have to go through parts of your you know of you yeah. that might not be quite right, or that you know if you actually with. sit with it and and process it, mm. or there's things in your past, or there's things that have happened that you have to kind of maybe sit in and reflect on. Mm. Or, you know, if there's been a situation at work where I've managed something poorly, it feels like a small failure. Mm. But when I really sit in it and reflect on it, it's... I've learned from it and... Yeah, it's something that I've done. There's something I've come out that's kind of made that interaction or that... I've managed someone poorly, basically, and the reason for that is me. No one else, me. Mm. So I've got to work on that. And I think... So I've had loads of failures and actually I've, like, uncovered other things by going there that I've probably skipped over or avoided. So, oh, mate, but in that long term, that's a success, which is what is the point I kind of want to make. It's true, but it's yeah. been hard. Like I've been probably the most emotional and upset and kind of this year, 2000 last year, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Than ever because I've actually allowed myself to do that. Wow. Um, I've al allowed myself to accept I failed this or I'm not so good at this. How has that affected you as a leader of the business? It just... <sighs> it's made you stronger. I think it does, but in the moment, it doesn't feel like that. In the moment when I'm going there, it does feel like a bit of a weakness because I'm kind of maybe more emotional mm. or a bit more... But not, is that a problem? Sitting with you right now, mm. after doing that for a year, mm. mate, I feel strong. Yeah. I feel like I've been to places now mm. that I've never been to before. Mm. So I feel like I've got this inner strength. So now when I come up, up against some of those setbacks or failures or faults in me, yeah. I'm almost a bit like, I've been there already, mate. Yeah, I've 100%. been there, I know that. So and that vulnerability has kind of le led you to be stronger. Because I know myself yeah, yeah. more. So when, some, when you get a bite back or something- Doesn't phase you. It, it faces me less because I'm mm. like, I've already explored that and I know mm. I'm weak at that or mm. I know that's a blind spot of mine. So thank you for reminding me, but I've I've, I've done that work. I've done a bit of that work. Yeah. Whereas before, because I hadn't been there, when somebody brings something up and it's for the first time, it, it, it kind of shocks you. So you just kind of- Yeah, bounce it off. Yeah, yeah Bounce yeah. it off, move on. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so I think, yeah, my biggest failures uh, didn't actually happen last year. It's more like last year I actually sat with some of them and accepted them and- yeah, I feel like it's a fluffy answer, man. No, it's not a fluffy answer. Not a fluffy answer. It's a good yeah, answer. I feel like it's a fluffy answer. It's not a fluffy answer. It's a good answer. Um, it's a good answer. It's a good answer. Yeah. Right. Two, so 2018, looking at that. Um, hell of a year. Yeah. 2019. Okay, let's just talk a little bit about... Where do you... So mental health it is coming bigger and better. It's everywhere now, which is fucking great. So in a way... Companies like Sanctus have done such an unbelievable job by bringing it to the forefront. So that's already a massive achievement in itself. How big is this going to get? How big is this movement going to get? Um, where do you see mental health going over the next 12, 18 months? I mean, have you got a vision for where things are going? Mm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, I don't think even I or we really words. can encapsulate how big this is this isn't just I, I sometimes get the kind of thing of people saying i think my grandma said it once oh it's you know you do you know it's all in the news george you're doing well mm. it's a good time it's mm. a good time for it isn't <laughs> it you've done you know look a bit lucky and i'm like yeah fair play you know things happens and as a result we've kind of the timing of this movement means that we're kind of in that we're surfing the wave we're in this um yeah we're on the wave but I swear we're just scraping the surface, mate. It's ev really, it, really think about it. Every single person has mental health. Every single person. Mm. How many other markets or industries touch everyone? Physical, you, physical health, mm. and think about fucking big daddies. It's everyone. So we're mate, we're miles off. We're, yeah. we're only just starting. So the fact that people are kind of just talking about it now, great. The day that everybody's working on themselves or- There's a different scale of fish. And actually being vulnerable, it's just, yeah, it's huge, mate. It's like the physical health space, industry market, it's that and potentially more. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, 100%. It's fun, I can imagine you and uh, you and Jamie sometimes sitting there like- just It's think, almost a bit overwhelming because yeah. you wanna have so much impact. Yeah. Like right now we work with, I think like 50, 60 businesses. Some of them are, are really big businesses, some are small, mm. but it's only 50. Jesus. Um, how many companies are there? 
Even no, no people. Sorry, so oh, so so like last in December, I think eight hundred people had a sanctus session, which is incredible. Eight hundred individuals talked about their mental health at work. Massive, mate. There's eight hundred people in this building. Yeah, there's twenty thousand people in my hometown. Like everyone, unbelievable. It's it's the volume on it is silly. It's too much. Mm. So the more we talk about it, the, the, we've got a supply problem. Mm. So for everybody to work on themselves. Like for me, so right now, I'm not in a position where I would use the NHS, for example. Like I don't feel like I've got something like symptoms or something where I'd use that service. But for a lot of people, that is a great place to go to access mental health support. But if you really change the perception and open it up to everybody, like four in four people, mm. how there's nowhere for people to go to work on themselves or talk about things. And even the NHS has a supply problem already. Sure. There's already a, it's absolutely on its knees trying to support the number of people that are trying to access um, practitioners through the NHS. And that's at kind of one end of the spectrum potentially, which is super important, but even that end needs support. So yeah, I think it, it's all, me and JMO don't actually, we do get excited about it, but we actually kind of feel a bit like, whoa, like this could take off no 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 we no oh. we feel like kind of a weight of not responsibility but that we i think we are starting to really understand the scale of this and, right, it, and it's over like almost like being overwhelmed right i get you i get you know you, we're you. scratching the surface with the workplace but it's like my mates at home us you know in the whatsapp group i'm like fuck i wish i could help yeah. support you and my mum I'm like I wish I could support you and I can't yeah. and I want to but if I try and do that as well as trying to do what we're doing now it will probably bend and break mm. so it's not just sanctus mate it's like it's, it needs a movement of a lot like if you think about the physical health space there's so many different ways to to work on your, your physical health mm. F45 go for a run on your own there's so many different mm. ways I suppose it's the beauty of trying to build that community like you've been doing yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm kind of that's the that's almost like a link, like it is with F45 in a way. It's um, that that beauty of community. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's what you guys have done so beautifully is the fact that you're you're creating this community, like I said, to make people feel freer to to come forward and talk about it and, and make it more of a movement in that way. I 100%. mean, yeah. and and like the like the community that you've built goes beyond the gym. And I think that's, yeah, yeah. It, it's friendships, it's connection, it's people talking on a different level, it's mm. community. And the same with, with us, it's like, you don't necessarily have to have a Sanctus coaching session to for us to have an impact, you know, like yeah. it's beyond that. So Absolutely. yeah, mate, it's, I think 2019 is exciting for us because I know we're gonna do more. Sure. Um, How many companies are you working with now? I think it's like 50, it's 50 something. So and I think when we first met, yeah. I can't remember, We'll have to listen back, but it we had you had nine coaches. Fuck, you had nine mad. coaches. So we've trip we've tripled in yeah. the last year. That's insane. Yeah, that's insane. Mm. And who's in the, are you in the business development side of things, or I mean, like how, the how, how, in the business development side of things? Like, I mean, how do you guys go towards new companies? Or I mean, do they come to you now? I, I don't know. Yeah, well, so I did most of in the early days. Like me and Jemo, I suppose we did it everything like mm. as you and smith mm, you know mm, mm, mm. and a lot of the business development stuff i would do but now we've got we've just got a great team now like we've hired mm. some unreal people like there's another george on the team actually who does a lot of the kind of that stuff 
Um, how was that? As a, that is, that's actually something for me to learn. I'm mm. quite interested in. How was that to give away parts of the business? Oh, mate, I'm still struggling. Really? Interesting. I, I find it so hard. I still it's do funny. the bank. I still do the payroll. I still do so many things that I probably you should could. let go of. But it's so it's so personal. It's like... That's interesting. It's so personal. Like, you just have to get used to it. It's a funny mindset, isn't it? It's like... Well, the way I feel about it is that I... Sh- I should be working every hour of the day. And I don't think it's fair if I'm not. And I've, it's only it's actually since Christmas that I've actually kind of been like, you know, it's actually, it's okay not to be in there. I remember saying to yeah. you, I <laughs> yeah. want to come to a session, mate, and you not run it. Yeah. I came, yeah. like, yeah, you ran every single session and, mate, you're unreal at running sessions. Mm. But at the same time, like, you, there's more that you can, yeah. Yeah, it's, but it's, it's so hard, so it's hard because you yeah. also love running the sessions, mm. and I love meeting people and meeting businesses mm. and you know growing things. But I realise that there's other ways that I can do that. Mm. There's other ways that I can apply that have impact. I asked you a question on our last podcast. You know, if you had any advice for a twenty-something year old, I'm actually going to flip change it slightly. Now that you're how many years into Sanctus? Uh, this is our third proper year. Yeah. All right. So, what if you had a piece of advice right now for mm. an aspiring entrepreneur? Mm. You know, what from what you have learned? I mean, what what would that be? Oh, it's another toughie. God, I'm throwing. These are about. sick I'm, questions. <laughs> this is what I said to you last I'm time. I was like, in. they're sick <laughs> questions, and I want to hear what you think as well because I'm like, I want it to be two way, but I know I'm I'm in the spotlight. Um. Uh, the biggest thing I'd say is don't force it. I know it sounds ridiculous. It's funny. That's what Lucy. That's what Lucy B just <laughs> really, I just really Lucy B coconut. Oh, that's. I was so, so at, so we had the first started this first tech company out of uni, and we forced it. I was like, I want to be an entrepreneur. Rushed it. I want a business. I don't want to do uni. This. Let's do this. Fast, fast, fast. Go, go, go. Mm. And it wasn't me. It was yeah. like a kind of, kind of me, but not me. And I think if I'd have kind of gone a bit, I've not worried about that and just kind of focused on who, what do I want to do? And that might have been things like just play football or paint or travel, whatever. I feel like that's where your real true purpose comes from, your business. If it's a business, great. Um, But like Sanctus wasn't born out of me and JMO sitting down with a, you know, a spreadsheet and a plan and going, right, let's start a business. Mm. It came from the opposite end of what do we, what, especially James, like, what do you need? What do you want? And then start with that, build something for you, create something for you and start there. And if it becomes a business, then you've absolutely smashed it. And if you, if it's not a business, but it will lead you somewhere again, you've absolutely smashed it. I think, yeah, I feel like the entrepreneurial game's been hyped so much that people think it's the answer to happiness and purpose. And I think that- It's a dangerous thing, though. Entrepreneurship is not the answer to happiness and purpose. Mm. The answer to that is finding who you truly are and pursuing that and let that flow. Don't force it. I agree. So I mean, vague, though, and it no, feels it's, vague. No, it's not, because it makes sense, because in a way, you have bought, you are, okay, listen, how do I phrase this? <laughs> Sanctus was originated to kind of help people like you, like young business owners who are under a hell of a lot of stress in a way. Mm. So you're like your target market. So you kind of you kind yeah. of built a product. So so 
before that, yeah. J-Mo wrote a blog post yeah. to help himself. Right. For him. He didn't actually want to help anyone else <laughs> yeah. at the time. He was in such a place that mm. he only wanted to do it for him. And then it just so happened that other people also, also wanted that. So... Like I've created this thing, so this is a good small example mm. that a little project that I've started recently. Um, I injured my knee last year, wow. and I've I've basically got quite unfit. I used to play a lot of football, injured my knee playing football. So I was like, okay, I need to get back to like football fit. So I was like, how do I do that? Okay, I need to do some exercises, a bit of football training. Okay, I'm gonna do that on a Sunday. Right, I'm gonna go to the park and train. Mm. And I did it, and then some of the lads were like, mate, what were you doing on Sunday? I was like, oh, just doing a few training, football training drills. They're like, oh, could we come? I was like, well, yeah, I suppose you can come if you want. And it's just kind of evolved. And now, this Sunday, I've started this thing called Footy Fitness, and all it is is football fitness training. Anyone can come down. It's a tenner. And I've got eight lads turning up on Sunday playing football doing, and I'm coaching a football fitness session <laughs> and it genuinely it might it <laughs> might be so the, it could be the F45 of football it could be who knows but I never wanted to I wasn't doing it for that reason I genuinely was doing it for my own knee <laughs> that's brilliant to get myself back that to football fitness brilliant. and when you think about you mate help working out and training was your therapy it was your place where you feel the best and you feel happy and by pursuing that and following that it's led you to where you're at now. 100%. It's, um, funny. it's really funny. Even though F45 is a franchise, you know, me and Smith, we are the target demographic. We literally, <laughs> it's everything we want. We want a community of people that have fun, train, and share the same values. They're your values, mate. It screams. When I see the mm. gym and the community you've built and the brand from the outside, mate, it's you and Smithy. Yeah. It's your values because it pours out of you because it's it's so you. And I think that's why Sanctus has exploded mm. because we're so, Passionate. it's so yeah. us. It's mm. so pure that mm. our best mates know it's us. They're like, lads, go on, like, Mm. Keep going. Like we know this is you. It's so aligned. So 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 aligned. And so the answer is in finding that. And it might take you years. It might take you. Like my brother's passionate about film and making videos. And I'm like, mate, you've got something there. Just keep following that yeah. and don't worry. Just yeah. like, yeah. If you but it's hard. It's hard to tell people that. So hard. They feel, everyone, like you said, like every, especially early twenties. And I just bring it back to this. I always do. Everyone is such a fucking rush. Yeah, they are, but it's hard. But it's very hard to tell them not to. And I think that's a lot of where these mental health issues kind of come from because mm. everyone feels under that pressure to get going. And I think I f it's easy for me to say it now because I feel like I've got... I just feel like I've got enough for me to now relax because mm. I'm like, okay, I've got something. It's, it mm. was, we're still only small as a business and stuff, but I feel like I've, I've got to kind of close to where I want to be. Whereas if I wasn't sitting here with that, I do think I'd still be impatient and I wouldn't probably be giving this advice because I'd still be in the search yeah. for meaning. I'd still, Amazing. which is, it's the ultimate question of life, isn't it? Like isn't it? finding, and do you know what? Like I was saying this to my mates at the weekend, there's Buddhas that have spent their entire lifetime sitting on the top of mountains, trying to figure out some of the questions that our generation are asking. We're literally trying to figure out the meaning of fucking life at 20, yeah. 21. Yeah. Such it, a good point. It's like we're trying to figure it out now. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's what? not going to happen. No, it takes, yeah. that's what life is. It takes a lifetime to figure that out. So you should enjoy it along yeah. the way, sort of thing. Like, Mate. if you, if you, so it's such a, such an unbelievably good point. Yeah.
Always love speaking to you, mate. Always do. We should make this a a, a, a quarterly year thing. Let's do it, I, I, mate. Good. I swear you ask me questions that no one else does. <laughs> you get me on a level that no one else can. I swear to God, yeah, mate, you're so good at this. I, lo I love, I said it last time, mate. I love doing this with you, mate. Appreciate we should, that, mate. We should do it more. 100%. Look, mate. Um, until next time, we're like we said, we'll hopefully be soon. Um, I can't wait to see what happens for Sanctus over the next XYZ. Um, next time, let's get JMO on as well. Does he like doing these? He he wanted to be in here, but I was like, let me just have one. Yeah, yeah, man. Let me let me and Hayden just catch yeah. up because it's been a while. But then next time, JMO's in here, yeah. and then the ultimate, the four, Smithy. Yeah, God, that'd be that'd be fun. <laughs> <laughs> All right, mate. Until next Legend. time. Thanks so much. Cheers, mate.